Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Join News Today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokomlemle. We are on DTT because we're free to wear on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125. We are a home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, both NPP and NDC advised to pick their running mate from the Ashanti region after the NPP made history in electing Dr. Baumia as the first Northern Muslim to lead the NPP since its establishment. More as President Ekofo admits the 2024 election will not be easy for the NPP, advising supporters to go all out and campaign vigorously for victory. Also, health officials report alarming health concerns among residents in communities whose source of water have been polluted by illegal mining. Details in the second part of Joy News' Poison for Gold documentary. Las Vota Register Exhibition Centers in the Ashanti region continue to remain empty as electorates fail to turn up to check their data. And on the Akosombodan village, MP for Norton Samuel Ablakwa laments government's continuous silence on resettlement plan for flood victims as he inaugurates a seven-member committee to oversee the fair distribution of relief items. Well, business, sports, world news and showbiz coming up. This uh, My name is Aisha Ibrahim. Do stay for details. History has been established in the NPP following the election of Dr. Baumia as the NPP's flag bearer. He becomes the first Muslim and Nordna to lead the party since its inception. This development somewhat defeats assertions that the NPP is an accent-centered party, as always alleged by the NDC. Not only that, this will also be the first time Nordnas will be leading the far front for both the NDC and MPP in a general election in Ghana. The situation projects a crucial election for both parties while mounting pressure on the choice of running mate. Samuel Mbura has more. Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is son of Alaji Mumuni Baumia, a key figure alongside SD Dumbo and other influential northern politicians who together contributed to the formation of the NPP establishing the Dankwa Buzia Dombo tradition. While Dankwa and Buzia have previously led the NPP, Dr. Baumia's ascent now represents the Dombos, symbolizing the northern presence in the party after becoming the first northerner to lead the NPP. When the NDC goes to Volta region, they say to them, the NPP is an Akan party. Don't vote for them. Isn't that what they say? When they come to the north, they come here and they tell us MPP is a Kambonga party. Don't vote for them. Isn't that what they say? Baumia, an accomplished economist, held various professional positions before entering into active partisan politics. But what prompted the choice of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia? As candidate Akufado's running mate. I wanted somebody from the north to partner me for the elections and then for the governance. He's also a very clever man and I needed his brains to help me govern the country effectively. And he's an honest person. He speaks honestly to you. He's not one of those people who have to guess what they're trying to say. He will say what he has to say very directly and I like that. Prominent NPP members, including Council of State member Edris Tanley Blanson and Ama Buzia, the sister of Ghana's first Prime Minister, K.A. Buzia, support the president's stance on Dr. Baumia. I have worked with him for a while. And I can tell you, if there is a guy little, and I said, look, the people call me that I should put my neck there. I would, 
I will tell them that if it is for Bahumia, I will do it. Not because he calls me mommy that flatters me, but all the qualities because of my brother, I have a little bit of experience in politics. And all the qualities I look in a, position, uh, a politician for, to me... Dr. Mahmoud Baumia shares his vision for transforming the economy and calls for support from the MPP's rank and file. I have my own vision and my own priorities. Given the opportunity by you, the people of Ghana, to lead, I shall govern as my own man with guidance from God Almighty. My vision is to build an inclusive, food self-sufficient, data-driven and systems-based nation that will fully participate in the global digital revolution to resolve our problems and also to usher in a golden age of benefits from our natural resources. I want to lead a nation that improves and unleashes the talents of our youth and offers good jobs with good pay and sustainable growth with macroeconomic discipline. Meanwhile, President Akufado acknowledges that the 2024 general elections will be a challenging one. He is therefore charging party supporters to campaign vigorously for victory. Ghana cannot afford the return of the NDC, especially under the leadership of John Dramani Mahama. So, let's all pull together. We have to go and campaign hard, and easy. Election year by any easy, my The stage is now set for a fierce contest between the MPPs, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, and the NDC's John Dramani Mahama in the lead up to the 2024 general election. It remains to be seen what will inform their ultimate choice in the worthy running mate for the crucial race ahead. Samuel Mbura, Joy News. Meanwhile, political historian at the History and Political Studies Department of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, Dr. Samuel Edujemfi, is commending the NPP for breaking that anti-Norton flag bearer tag, but is also advising both the NPP and NDC to choose their running mates from the Ashanti region to help them secure enough votes in the upcoming elections. He spoke with me earlier on Joy News Desk. So fundamentally, this is what is added to the to the MPP. He's brought in the upper, the northern and the upper region votes. He has also been able to bring in additional Zongo votes. He's been able to uh, bring in a lot of intellectuals, hitherto who and were not were, were kind of becoming skeptical about the MPP. The leadership of Elena Bakupado itself, which has been quite problematic over time, his persona and charisma, i.e. the person of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, seems to have created a certain balance for this government. Indeed, admittedly, he is the one who speaks on Saturday to say that he shares the sentiment of the young men who went to demonstrate and uh, showed the army giving about the government and the economic rules. In the same day, he is that gentleman who started a certain FM station and had a different... On his first public assignment after being elected flag bearer of the NPP, however, the Vice President, Dr. Baumia, has promised to have the blue economy feature prominently in his manifesto for the 2024 presidential elections. Climate change and its cascading impact of rising sea levels is threatening the existence of coastal communities and their livelihoods. But speaking at a workshop organized by the University of Cape Coast to mark 10 years of the Center for Coastal 
management. Dr. Baumia said illegal mining outlawed fishing activities and other activities detrimental to the environment. Latifi Dries joins us live with more uh, from this uh, program. Latif, what more has the vice president been saying? Uh, thank you very much, Aisha. And before we get into that substantive matter that you just raised, I'm currently at the Jubilee House and specifically at the office of the vice president uh, where something special is going to happen. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet, so I'll keep that as a secret uh, until the vice president gets here for him to see the surprise that is in stock for him unfold at his office here at the Jubilee House. Uh, go back to the main substantive matter about the coastal communities. The vice president is beginning to sound like a man on his own, a man with authority, a man who is in charge. Uh, so this is his first public official assignment as vice president, and he's talking tough. He's talking about how the coastal communities in Ghana have been impacted over the years. Uh, what are the impacts? He's talking about illegal fishing. He's talking about illegal mining and other activities that are impacting and causing real dangers to the coastal communities. What the vice president is saying is that even before he outlined the plans he has for the coastal communities, if he gets the nod to become the next president of the republic, he outlined what the current administration has been doing. And I'd like to uh, read a few of that to you. He's talking about some $150 million uh, loan that has been approved for coastal communities to help reduce some of the impacts of climate change on these communities, uh, denying licenses to foreign vessels that have been fishing in Ghana's uh, international waters, The digitalization of premix fuel distribution is one of the key interventions that the vice president mentioned that the administration is currently undertaking uh, to ensure that coastal communities are sustained. And so these are some of the things the vice president has been mentioning, and that if... All right, Latifi Dries is a man reporting from the vice president's office. He says that there's a secret he will not let out until the man himself, who is on his first assignment as flag bearer of the NPP, lets it out. Definitely will be bringing you that secret when it's let out of the bag. But right now, let's get on to other stories. Voter exhibition centers in the Busuntri constituency are recording as low as five individuals checking their details. Electoral officials believe the electorates are not turning up on conviction that their names are rightly captured in the album following their participation in previous elections. There's more in the report by Emmanuel Bright Kwaku. It's mid-morning, and these electoral officials at Kontinasi in the Bosomche district, after setting up their materials for the voter exhibition exercise, are hoping not to end the day without serving an electorate. Close to 1,000 electorates are expected to visit the centre to cross-check their details. But the numbers haven't been encouraging since the start of the exercise on Friday. On the first day... A total of 15 persons stand up to confirm their details with the two officials stationed at the centre. Angelina Quayson is one of the electoral officials here. So far, I'm eight out of 434. Yesterday, I had eight individuals out of 434. There are three centres here. One official had seven. The other didn't get any. In the morning, we were here, nobody came. But we were here all morning, nobody came. It was in the afternoon that we had one person come around and also in the evening. They were captured during the just-ended new patriotic party presidential primary. But the many delegates who queued to vote on the day failed to beckon the center to verify their details in the main 2024 voter register. After close to three hours of waiting, the officials had their first electorate for the day. I had the announcement on radio. Because I am free today, I decided to come around and check my details. 
I can't tell if my family members have been around to check the S. Although announcements have been made to the public through the community's local information center, many fail to turn up at the center. According to the EC officials, many electorates believe their names are rightly included in the album owing to their participation in previous voting exercises. Many of them believe their names are well captured because they participated in the previous elections. That's why they aren't coming. I will encourage them to come and check. With only a day to end the exercise, it is expected that more than a handful of electorates would visit their centre for verification ahead of the local government elections. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Brightskweku. Tests conducted by health officials have revealed alarming levels of heavy metals in rivers and water bodies in parts of the Ashanti region. This is casting a shadow of uncertainty over the fate of these affected communities. In part two of our latest hotline documentary titled Poisoned for Gold, Erastus Asaridonko reports the rivers and water bodies that sustained communities for generations are now battlegrounds of destruction ravaged by the devastating consequences of illegal mining. The milky brown color of the rivers and streams flowing across the country indicate suspended particles, including poisonous heavy metals. Two years ago, residents of Ewusiejo in the Ahanta West district of the Western region were drinking the polluted water, but soon they started experiencing strange afflictions as recounted by Theodora Yamwa, a nurse in charge of the town's chips compound. Some of them came here with frequent urinating and also burning sensation when they are urinating. And also, some came with skin rashes. We fetched samples from the Tano, Brim, Butri, Ofing, Anuru, Ankobra, Pra, and other polluted sources of water to be tested for heavy metals at the Sheath Laboratory of the KNUST's Chemistry Department. After a week of testing, the results were in. For standard sick, we use the World Health Organization standards. The World Health Organization pegs the acceptable standard for arsenic at 0.0050 milligrams per liter, while the US and Ghana pegs it at 0.010 milligram per liter. The Oda, Brim, Pra, Ankobra, Enuru, Ofin, Ashri, Butri, Subri, and Tano registered between 0.216 and 0.444 milligrams per liter, which is 0.434 milligrams higher than acceptable levels. This is 20.6 to 55.6% higher than acceptable levels in water using the American and Ghanaian standards. Dr. Eugene Ansa explains the test results. All these water samples that are coming from our water bodies in Ghana were found to be acidic in nature, that is having a pH less than 7. It means that it has got a corrosive effect and whenever you drink it you have irritations in the truth. Drinking waters are expected to be neutral. In terms of toxic metals, Lead was ranked as the highest toxic metal present in all these water samples. And should anybody drink this water or even swim in these waters, then they are exposed to high levels of lead. The other metals include chromium, cadmium, and arsenic, and all these samples could not pass the quality standards.
Member of Parliament for North Tong in the Volta region, Samuel Okujetua has lamented the government's continuous silence on resettling victims of the Akosombo Dam spillage. He says it was unfortunate for his constituents to continue living under harsh conditions in classrooms, grieving their loss while the government sits aloof. He's also questioning the Volta River Authority for showing reluctance in compensating the victims who have lost their livelihoods, investments and properties to the flat. Mr. Blacko was speaking at the inauguration ceremony of a seven-member accountability council tasked to ensure the equitable distribution of relief items received by the office of the NP. I don't hear anything about compensation. Apart from the need to relocate people out of the schools, people have lost everything they have worked for their entire life. Their farms, their livestock, their fish ponds, their shops, everything is gone. Electronic appliances, gadgets, everything. Why is the BRE silent of compensation? Why have they not asked us community leaders to submit the data, the evidence, the, 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 the documentation which we possess on what has been lost. Please, people should not think that they can create this man-made disaster and get away with it. I want to thank the Speaker of Parliament and colleagues in Parliament who have rallied behind us after I delivered my statement last week and have the Speaker has ruled in very clear terms that there will be a parliamentary inquiry into this whole disaster. Because in 2010, when you look at the record, the water levels were much higher than, than this year. And yet the spilling that was done was done in a very controlled, professional manner. We didn't see this level of destruction and devastation. What happened that this time, when technology has improved, when things should be done, you know, in an improved way, when we have the benefit of hindsight, we have better know-how and expertise. We rather have this kind of, you know, very suicidal, you know, it's as if somebody was out there to commit mass murder. We will not accept this, this, this level of negligence. And I'm glad that Parliament is going to look into this. But these two items, the continual silence of government, on the matter of relocation, which is urgent, which is so crucial because people have to be moved into where they can get their dignity back. We are talking about human dignity. We are talking about fundamental human rights. Nobody deserves to be living in classrooms under these conditions, particularly when they have refused to open sublimate housing units for us to move to, which is not far from here. If you will not allow people to move into Salemi, then do what you must do. Reconstruct the houses. Land is available. And compensation. The silence from government is unacceptable. On the issue of stagnant water in the affected communities, NADMO says it is creating channels to help the stagnant water flow back into the river. Joy News can confirm that indeed the floodwaters have started receding. Here's Deputy Director General of uh, Technical of NADMO, Seji Saji Amedono. Uh, we have some issues to deal with, issues with education and issues with some stagnant water still in the communities. We are still working on that. Uh, you are aware that most of our safe havens are classroom blocks. So educational activities had come to a halt in quite a number of those schools. Uh, we have succeeded to a large estate in Central Town uh, to restore back education activities. The only thing left is that we have some few tents now. As soon as that is erected, maybe by close of day tomorrow, all schools in Central Town will be in session. The challenge is in North Town. Um, we may be able to start something maybe next week. We are hoping that we have some few tents we will erect that can be used as temporary classroom blocks for now. Um, for the issue of the water, we've been able to create some channels for those stagnant water to 
start going receding back into the uh, the river the island community of Seva in the Keta constituency of the Volta region has received three uh, 6,000 litre double layer tanks from Syntex Tank. This was after Joy Prime highlighted their plight in a moving feature titled Seva, a thirsty island. My colleague Emmanuel Giveno was at the handing over ceremony and has come through with this report. <laughs> It is an atmosphere of hope and gratitude as the young and old gather to receive their kind gesture. In the brief drama, they portrayed their daily struggles accessing portable water in this island community. Nursing mothers are forced to reuse dirty water for other domestic chores. Children trek several kilometers in search for water and sometimes miss school. Pregnant women are also not left out. They become laughing stock because of the tussle of bathing their babies when they deliver. But today, the Seva community can heave a sign of relief as Ghana's leading water tank manufacturing company, Syntex Tank, comes to their aid. This was after Joy Prime highlighted the applied in a moving story, Testy Island. The island community receives three 6,000 litre lockable, double layer, 100% UV stabilized tanks. The tanks, which will store clean water for the entire community, symbolize a new beginning for Seva. Today, we are taking a step towards rectifying this injustice. We believe in the server community's potential and we recognize the struggles they face due to the lack of clean water. Today, we have chosen to make a meaningful contribution to improve your lives. These three syntax tanks we are donating represent more than just containers for the water. They represent our commitment to the welfare and development of our communities. We are made in Ghana. And it is in Ghana that we continue to make a difference. Local community leaders express their heartfelt gratitude for the support and attention brought to their plight. It is a day the chiefs and people of Seva will forever remember Mr. and Mrs. Syntex, who has today made donation of this receptacle of water has printed his name in the sand of time when it comes to the writing of the history of Seva. The MP for Keta constituency, Kwame Gape, commends Joy Prime for shining the light on water challenges in Seva. He is confident about the impact the Syntec tanks are going to have on the well-being of his constituents. We would like to express our appreciation to Multimedia First as well as Joy FM, for especially the Joy Prime. In addition to that, for airing our distress call, and then you came to our aid. On my own behalf and the people of Keta, as well as the people of Seva, we would like to express our gratitude to Sintest Tank for responding to our call, especially for filling this corporate social responsibility. In addition, Syntex Tank is footing the first field of the tanks. Some residents also share their excitement with Joy Prime. Excited, very happy, yeah. So because it is going to help me during my business, yeah, in the community too, we are going to, it will reduce the suffering. Those one that Syntex bring this tank for us, um, get some water from the nearby villages and store inside so that it will help us to at least save the situation for a time being. For now, the people of Seva can now chart a new path to a brighter future with improved access to clean water, thanks in part to a Syntex tank and Joy Prime. Emmanuel, Juvenis Report, Joy Prime.
And in the past few weeks, the Akotobodam's village has caused trouble for many communities around the Volta Lake. Although the water is slowly receding, the hard-hit communities will feel the impact for years. Now, the people of Bato believe the focus must shift from giving out relief supplies to helping the affected people and find new homes for them. Join New System, our correspondent Elvis Washington, went to the affected area and brings us this report. Receiving of relief items by communities affected by the Kosombo Dam spillage has almost become a normal phenomenon. Almost every day, people in the South Town District and communities along the Volta Lake receive relief items due to the Kosombo Dam spillage. Companies, individuals, and kind-hearted people have been helping the affected communities. But it's not about these relief supplies. It's about a community and its people who have lost their livelihood, homes, and jobs. The Manklalo of Bato traditional area, Omanklalo Boboji, is calling for an immediate plan to resettle the affected communities. Minister of Finance, he says that this issue, because it rained too much, that caused it. It means that another day, another rain will come. How long Daniels will continue and be giving us food if another rain has come again? So we have the land, we have a space. Ghana government should do something about it to resettle our people. We are appealing to the government as a good leader for us, father for all, should come out so that we can hear something from him, so that our hearts can be rest. Togwe Boboji went ahead to appeal for small factories to be set up for the people to enable them find something to live on as their main source of livelihood has been cut off by the spillage. An opinion leader in the Batol traditional area also shares some details about the affected communities. And then Akwekibo camp here is the second largest camp. We have 1,200 people currently at this camp. It's one of the 21 camps. The largest camp is in the uh, St. Method. It contains 1,500 people. The least camp among the 21 camps is 126. So if you imagine the seriousness of the incident that happened. Companies like the Central Group, Goodness Energy, and Roma Ghana are among the latest to show love to the affected communities. The central group gave assorted the central group donated assorted items and one thousand bags of cement and a cash amount of forty thousand cities to the displaced communities in the South Town district. Goodness Energy on its part provided assorted food items including sugar, rice, gari, maize, beans amounting to 300,000 cities to the affected communities in the Anglo district. Meanwhile, Wilma Ghana also donated various items, including rice, oil, margarine, some detergent, among some assorted items to their flour and maple communities. For Joy News, my name is Elvis Washington, reporting from the Volta region, Mepe. We take a break on joining us today when we return this business. Every day, people have money emergencies. Yeah. I need my school fees. Emergency. Mommy, money, emergency. Emergency, emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, that's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge. Enjoyment. At the top life, we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface like this. 
Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S. Vincent. That is so true, my daughter. But it's father, it is Philo. That's not true. But why? Hey! <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Hello and welcome. Time to do business with me, Emma Davis. Subscribers of GoTV will soon have the access to stream GoTV contents away from home on smart devices. Head of Corporate Communications for Multi-Choice Ghana, Ni Amad Dagadu, explains the move is to make available good local offerings to its customers. He spoke to Joy Business at the premiering of its new local epic series dubbed Nana Akuto. It's, um, will be Ghana's first um, epic. We, we've seen such stories such as um, Game of Thrones from the, um, the Europe and the rest of the world. But this will be the first time that we, ha we are seeing a Ghanaian story inspired by the rich culture of Ghana. And this story is inspired from true Ghanaian history. So the history of the Dentra, their relations with the Aquamus, their relations with Ashanti, that's what inspired the story. And to be able to produce such an, an epic which will air daily, on Aquaba Magic channels, on DSTV and GoTV, we had to bring in some historians to help us to correct the story so that we kept with the true story. So the idea essentially is, one for Aquaba Magic is a 100% Ghanaian channel whose objective is to try and project African and the Ghanaian, the rich Ghanaian culture and make it available into the, the rest of the world. So as we speak, this show will start airing on Monday evening. It will air every day, uh, Monday to Friday, um, on the Aquaba Magic channel from, uh, if my memory serves me right, I think it's from 8 p.m. every Monday to Friday on the Aquaba Magic channel. And we urge our Ghanaian fans to watch. And this, the, um, truly, we do have some great stories here in Ghana. And as Aquaba Magic, um, we promise that um, from now all the way to April 2024, every month there will be a new title coming on Aquaba Magic. For us, we, we always have a big Christmas, and for our GoTV customers, there's an exciting bit of information coming for you. From the 1st of December, um, our GoTV customers will now be able to watch GoTV on the go. Our DSTV customers have been able to do it over the last 30 years, and finally, we're bringing it to our GoTV customers. So now they'll be able to stream their GoTV content away from home on a smart device. Shikanik Auto Hub and Toyota Ghana have organized a workshop to equip women and the public on technologies associated with some of Toyota's vehicles. According to CEO of Shikanik, Nana Ifwasewa Idusei, it is critical for women to know the basics of car maintenance and emerging technologies to prevent vulnerability on the roads. The Shikanic workshop focused on building the confidence of women on the roads. The participants were taken through theory and practical lessons to help enhance their mobility. Nana Ifua Sewa Eduse is chief executive of Shikanic Auto Hub. She likes to refer to herself as a Shikanic. She said it was important for women to understand the basic features of vehicles to improve on their safety and driving experience. Well, this workshop is to train young ladies and men about the basics of vehicle maintenance. Basics, very basic. So instead of being vulnerable on the highway, young lady, know how to change your tires yourself. That is good. Gentlemen, if you know why you have to use coolant instead of water, that is good. It just, so this is just to share knowledge of vehicle maintenance. As many people who request for this, if we get more sponsors to support us, yes, we are willing. So the team, Chicanic Academy, is ready to train as many young girls as possible. Public Relations Officer of Toyota Ghana, Suzy Ansam, retreated the company's commitment to helping customers with quality vehicles and also ensure their safety on the road. 
Toyota Ghana is a company that believes in transfer of knowledge. We believe that we don't just sell cars. We want to get people to understand the cars they drive. Our vehicles are built with cutting technology. Safety features are incorporated. But what's the use of these features if people do not understand how to use them? Shikanik, with this um, workshop, she seeks to help people to understand basic things that are underneath their bonnet. For instance, the basic fluids that you have, how to check your fluids, when to do your servicing. And we believe that since we are a car company and we want to empower people to have the confidence to drive their vehicles, why not? We decided to come on board to offer our newly launched facility, which is the Toyota Ghana Legon branch, because we associate ourselves with quality, durability, and reliability. The workshop was themed Building Confidence Under the Hood. That's all for business. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. My name is Emma Davis. Up next is sports. Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So grow healthy and strong. And Absolutely. Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Prepare for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plan City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats. Rent to Own and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, complete security solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, security solutions by design. St. Gobain, making the world a better plan. Clifton Homes, Beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Now for sports on Joy News today with me, Muftao Nabila Abdullah. Later today, Ghana Women's Premier League champions and champions of Wafu Zone B, Ampim Dakwan ladies, will come up against Asfara. But in the Women's Calf Champions League, head coach of the team, Nana Joe Adakwa, reckons that the tie is going to be a very difficult one, but he's convinced that his girls are here to win the competition. Yeah, we came here purposely for 
they were cut. So our preparation is ongoing very well. So we are ready for the tournament. We, uh, we have two teams with they have national players and it is going to be a tough game but we are going to work towards that and see how we can approach the game on our training and inshallah definitely we are going to win a match as far we all know that they are very good side but Ampim Dakoa you can't write us off we are the champions of Wafu Zombie and we are the champions in Ghana so we are going to have a tough match we are going to work and beat them and go that's the head coach of Ampim Dakwa, ladies, that's speaking. And uh, let's do some boxing. Over the weekend, uh, Joy Sport had a conversation with a former trainer of Richard Comey, who won a world title for the country in February 2019. Uh, prior to that in 2016, Richard Comey had tried to win a world title when he came up against Robert Easter Jr. in Ohio in the U.S. Unfortunately, that fight ended in defeat for the Ghanaians. His trainer then, Carl Loco, has revealed that he shed a tear following that defeat. Over. Somebody will take over. Okay. You understand? Even abroad, especially in the U.S., yeah. a lot of the boxers, most of them, sometimes it's not who discover them. They change coaches. You understand me? To, 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 be, to become a world champion or to come at the top. Mm. So if I'm saying to myself that I'll be happy to see myself nurturing a boxer from amateur level, professional level, to win a national title and to win African title and win another African title and go in for a Commonwealth title and go in for Intercontinental IBF title and get a chance to get to the top, have a world title shot. And that was my target. So I was so, so happy and I was working very, very hard behind the boy and making sure that I have to achieve whatever I have in plan. And, and I got and I got the opportunity too and I got to the world level and we fought and the fight was very very interesting. It was a very tough fight. But hey, you go into somebody's backyard and you think you have it so easy. No. So at least the target I put on me got me to the world level to say that I have tested the world championship ring or share a ring with other champion trainers or good trainers over there. And at least, although we will not win, but it's part of it. So how would you describe that fight against Robert Easter Jr.? I mean, that fight, they took advantage of the fight because it was his promoter and his management that won the first beat. So if they won the first beat against our promoters, then that means we have to go there and fight. Um, the fight should not be a lose for us at all. The fight should not be a lose for us at you all. You felt you shouldn't have lost that fight? No, 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 no. I'm That's sports for now. We do have more sports stories on myjoyonline.com. We appreciate your time. The news continues with Aisha Hibrahim.
Time to check out what's making headlines elsewhere. Israel's military has carried out one of the heaviest bombardments of Gaza since the war began a month ago. The director of Gaza City's Al-Shifa Hospital says about 200 people were killed in strikes overnight. Casualties arrived at the hospital in carts carried by donkeys. The director told our reporters in Gaza as communication outages left people unable to reach ambulance services. The Israel military said its troops took control of the Hamas outposts in Gaza last night and had effectively divided the strip into two. Meanwhile, all major UN agencies have said enough is enough in a rare joint statement as they repeat calls for humanitarian ceasefire. The U.S. top diplomat, Antony Blinken, says he is working very aggressively to get more aid into Gaza as he rounds off its war of the region. Israel began bombarding uh, Gaza, bombing after Hamas killed more than 1,400 people in Israel and kidnapped more than 200 others. The Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza says more than 9,700 people have been killed in the Strip since October 7. That is it for World News. Everyone has a story. 